the Nashville 2 Podcast with your host, Edward Fox. G'day viewers and listeners, it's Ed Fox back with another episode of Nashville 2. Nashville 2 is, uh, well, you're Nashville 2, so let's tell your story. If you know somebody that needs to be recognized or needs to uh, be talked about on the Nashville 2 podcast, reach out to me and we'll get them on the show. Today, I have a special guest, Dan Phillips. Uh, we like to call him the video storyteller. G'day, Dan. How you doing? Hi, Ed. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Now, uh, Dan, I'm just going to jump right into it. Are you from Middle Tennessee originally? I'm not. I'm actually from Michigan originally. Oh, okay. So I'm one of the millions of transplants, it seems like, that came down from Michigan now. what? So it's been a number of years, but a lot of us migrated when Saturn plant came in in Spring Hill. Right. I wasn't one of those people. I actually came for television. Um, I moved here in 2005 and have been here ever since. Well, you've been here a long time. Yeah, so I've been here a while. So have you lived in one particular area in the Nashville metro or have you moved around a bit? So I have um, I have lived basically, well, I lived the first 15 years in Bellevue, right? Um, which we loved very much, um, really enjoyed that living in that area. Seems like the traffic, for whatever reason, is better on the west side of town, and I've never really figured out why, and I've never really heard a good answer, but it has worked out that way for us. And then literally the day that everything shut down, March 5th, 2020, we moved to Fairview into oh, our new home in Fairview. So okay. we've lived here. My family's lived here ever since. I'm not sure whether it's Bellevue or Fairview, but a friend invited me out to a great Indian restaurant out there called 615 Chutney, I think it is. I think it's Fairview, actually. Huh. Uh, I'm not familiar with that. Anyway, so I, I love Indian food. Grew up around a bunch of Indian Pakistani guys, played cricket with these guys all my life. And and then... Um, so uh, I'll put it in the show notes, anybody, let me make a, anyway, let me make a note of that, uh, 615 Chutney. But if you like authentic Indian food, it's a great place to go. Uh, gotcha. A lot of people are scared off by Indian food just by the different aromas and, and flavors and stuff, but they've got so many powerful flavors. It, it's really good. And you just have them toned down the spice as it, as it works for you. But if you like Indian food, that's a tip. Um, gotcha. So tell me a little bit about, Dan, you know, I called you the video storyteller. You, uh, you've just launched a new company, but you've been involved in video and, and television broadcast, all that sort of stuff for a while. Tell us about that. Yeah, so my background is in TV news. I worked in the television news business for over 20 years. Um, I call myself sort of a jack of all trades, master of none. I did everything. I wrote, I shot, edited, anchored, reported, news, sports, no weather. But most of my career was in news and sports, particularly in sports. Sports has always been sort of my passion. Um, I love it. I was sort of the sports geek always growing up, played sports, watched sports, collected baseball, football cards, the whole shot. So really enjoyed that for a long, long time. And that's kind of what got me into the other side, the video storytelling side. Yeah. So, okay. So expand on the video storytelling side. Um, tell us about this new company that you've launched. You, I don't understand uh, where you, you were doing some video, but now you've got a new company that you've started. So tell us about that and, um, and what you're doing. Sure. So the new company is called Storytellers Video Productions, and it is exactly what it says. We tell, help businesses and individuals tell their story with video. 
I'm a huge believer that everyone has a story that's unique and different and special. And I just, I love telling that story. And that's one of the things, quite frankly, that got me out of the TV news business is because they're not telling stories anymore. And that is the thing that really attracted me to it. Um, Getting to know people, getting the opportunity to tell their story is something that I've always been really passionate about and really enjoyed. And now I get the chance to, to do that full time. And, and the new company launch really is honing in on that simple thing, helping businesses and individuals tell their story with video. And what it encompasses really is a lot of your heart, your passion, your drive, your motivation. Why are you doing what you do? Why is it important to you? I think that's really important. And I think it's something that's people do a really poor job a lot of times of selling is themselves and why it matters to them. You know, so many times we see businesses do their advertising or talk about who they are and it's buried on a tab on their website. It's a couple of paragraphs and 99, as you know, 99% of the time, what people are buying is you, right? They're not buying your product. Your product may be fantastic. And my product is fantastic. Believe me, but generally what people are buying is me and the same goes with you. And that's what I try and help people do is get that message out there to tell their story and to build trust, to build credibility and to build a connection with their potential clients or customers. And, and I think you hit the nail on the head. I think anybody that has a business that isn't sure about how to utilize video, if we could just capture that 30 seconds to a minute that you just said, that's the very reason, especially with all the socials we have access to and everything we have access to, you know, where we all tend to have a specialty where we're good at something in our business. And sometimes video isn't it. Making content that tells our story and shares our passion isn't it for a lot of people. And that's where people like you can come in and help them take their ideas and make a video. And not just make a video, but a, a, a message, a, almost an open letter, a video letter to, to share with people their passion and their heart and what they do. And that's one of the reasons I wanted you on the show. Uh, we know a lot of the same people, and I hear great things about you all the time and the quality Good. of what you've done. And <laughs> I've seen uh, uh, some of the stuff that you've done, and it's, it's amazing. And I think, you know, in a city like Nashville, we sometimes look at um video work and we get and we get these guys that we call up and they're like five thousand dollars a minute you know <laughs> to do video and and as a small business person that is not in the realm of my possibility to utilize um, but I, I love what you're doing for people and so if somebody comes to you and they say look I, I know I need to do this but I, I don't know what to do do you help them with the strategy as well or do you have connections that can help them with the strategy? Yeah. So what we do is we sit down and we kind of discuss, like we get to know each other. Obviously what I'm doing is a little bit more intimate because I'm telling your story, who you are, what you're all about, your background. And we try and find things that resonate with people because we all have something that truly resonates with people, part of our story. And so we try and figure out what that is and the best way to get that message out there and what that looks like. And we come put up, put a plan together as far as a video goes. Again, the first thing that I recommend to everyone is a bio video, because like I said, people want to know you, who you are, what you're all about. And that if 
And then when people learn that, the other component of that is the testimonial component of that, where you say, you tell people what you do and why you do it. And then other people say how good you are at it. Because as you know, Ed, people, people really don't like people that brag about themselves too much. So it, it's much more effective and it resonates much more with people when I can say, Ed really helped me and he made a difference in my life. That means something that makes a huge difference for people. And, and it really, it really matters. And that's one of the things that, that I really try and help with. And that, that's exactly right. Because think of it, most of us pick up our phone and we go uh, Google, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're looking for something and we read those reviews and we're much more likely to trust a review uh, then we are somebody coming on the Edward coming on the screen going, oh yeah, man, I'm I'm the best you know that's ever been, and like you need to buy from yeah yeah right. they're gonna go uh, like got tickets on yourself, mate. You know what's going on there? We're not gonna buy that crap. We're gonna listen to the reviews of what people are actually saying, and that's where the testimonial videos come in, especially if they're genuine and authentic. And I think you're a big proponent of that is if being authentic and not fake and not false. Yeah. Uh, when you're telling that story. Absolutely. It's huge to that authenticity and that, I don't want to say rawness, but there is an element of that is really important. You know, you, you're not looking for actors. You're not looking for people who are just, you know, random folks off the street. These are people that really you have been helpful and helped and made a difference in their lives. And it really does matter. And it's, what's interesting is, is the power of video is that, I could read the same two sentences and I can say the same two sentences, literally the same two things, and it will have much more meaning and be much more compelling as a video than it will simply as text. And and people can read the text differently than what you intended. We we get that all the time, right? You know, you send Absolutely. a text or you you read a passage or you read an email and you go, uh, like I could take that 40 different ways. Yeah, exactly. Context and inflection makes a huge difference. And you really only get that honesty when you're doing video. Right. And I found that just when we've moved to Zoom because of COVID and that, that I like doing Zoom meetings now. Now, you, yes, you get tired of big group Zoom meetings, but a one-on-one, -on -one, if you're on the opposite side of town and we can connect, I can see your eyes. I can see you're paying attention. You're not on your phone the whole time. You, you I, I, I feel like I'm picking up all those micro, uh, yep. whatever they call them, you know, micro <laughs> movements and stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, so, so for me, and I have a little bit of a hearing issue. So when I can see your lips move, it also helps me discern what you were saying and so I think video has a lot of uses today what what's do you have a I mean I'm sure you could work with just about anybody and everybody could benefit from having a video whether they are a non-profit a for-profit a, a lawn care business a pooper scooper business to a major <laughs> corporation um, can all benefit from having video out there on their social media platforms and on their websites but do you have a do you have like a, a special spot for somebody in particular that you like to work with a special niche business um i mean i've worked with so many different people in so many different fields because as a, again everyone has a story that's unique and different and special so what i do does have the ability to translate sort of across all genres and across all different types of business I do have a real soft spot in my heart for nonprofits. Um, 
they have such compelling stories so much of the time and just the ability to work with them hand in hand to help them in that regard really is, it makes me feel good. It's so fulfilling for me. Um, But you're telling stories when it comes down to it. You yeah. can tell anybody's story. So so you like working with humans and pets, I would say, you know. <laughs> you know <laughs> well, not not, uh, not big. Pets are a little pets. harder. It's a little harder to get pets to talk than right. it is people. But <laughs> but they look really good on video. So that's right. Yes. That's right. Get the voice out. Pets and babies are always a winner. That's, that's right. right. Pets that's and babies right. are always a huge, huge winner for sure. Well, and I think a lot of the times with nonprofits, I think you and I are in the same campus that is we know that they're really good at their mission. They're really good at working their mission. They're not so good at the marketing side of the game. Yes. Because if they're really good at the marketing side of the game, uh, they're spending a lot of money on that, (laughs) you know, and then they're the big large corporations where we're seeing only, you know, 70% of the revenues going to their mission and 30% of the revenue is the marketing to get the other 70%. I understand it, but when you and I deal with these smaller nonprofits that are one to five people or 20 to 30 people, they don't necessarily have the marketing knowledge that somebody like you brings to the table that can shoot a video for them and show their story. Yeah, and I think that honestly, that's a huge misconception that people have, not only just nonprofits, but businesses in general. We We often see often, nearly all the time we see businesses, when things get tight, the first thing the I tell people all the time, the last thing to come and the first thing to go off a budgeting line is your marketing. And unfortunately, what happens is, in that regard is most of the time, the, when you need your marketing to work for you the hardest is when you have the least amount of money to spend on your marketing. Right. So it needs to come the opposite way is when you're, especially when you're prospering and when things are going well in your business, you need to be reinvesting and you need to reinvest as much as you possibly can in your marketing, in your advertising, in things like video, in things like doing what you're doing so that that, those can work for you when we're going through times like this, an economic downturn, when things get tighter, when things get tougher. So what uh, what would be a good referral for you right now or what type of businesses are you looking for or you think are right in that spot? Right now when we're recording this, this is uh, beginning of February 2023. Um, we've got some more bad stuff coming. I, th- I don't think the recession is done. Uh, we will pull out of it just like we always do. But now is the time, just like you said, to double down on your marketing. Yeah, I, absolutely. As far and as far as sort of my target people, um, I really would lo- love to start working with more smaller to medium sized companies. And when I say that, I mean like probably two to twenty ish type companies. And those can be things like CPAs, law firms, um, financial advisors are a little bit t- tougher because of the fact that they're so tightly you know, regulated. Um, but even that's starting to loosen up a little bit. And I think that that's something that real that those folks in that field, they really need to start taking a hard look at as far as what they can do, because there are things that you can do. Now, obviously you can't guarantee a hundred percent return in six months or anything crazy like that, but there are things that you can do to market yourself and your business. And it's really important because people in that genre and that field specifically are lagging way, way behind when it comes to their marketing. 
Yeah. And and they're, they're limited to basically in-person networking or that sort of event, chamber events, which we know you and I both utilize chamber and networking in other groups to, to grow our businesses. Uh, but we don't want to cut off any of the other avenues. And so right. as that opens up, I've got a friend that's a financial planner in a different city, and she's a big gamer, you know, and I said, look, a lot of us that have grown up playing games, whether it be Dungeons and Dragons or, or trading card games like Pokemon Magic or video games, right? We spend a lot of time accumulating wealth within the game to be able to do the things we want to do, upgrade our equipment and upgrade. That's us. I said, Imagine talking about that to these guys that spend these guys and girls that spend more time inside a game doing that than they think about in real life. And so each different financial planner, each different person has a niche or a, or something that they like. I have another friend that's a gardener. She loves to garden as a financial planner. That's a great metaphor for growing your business. And imagine what you could do with video for that person that they then run through compliance, right? And they get compliance done, but showing them growing a garden is really what we do and what they teach us to do with our financial welfare. Um, and it can all be done by video, right? Right, exactly. Well, and I think another thing too is to think about is you use that gardening reference, for example. It's a great way to connect with people, put tips, tricks, hacks, things that you're doing as a gardener. You don't even need to talk about your financial planning advice. You just are trying to help people and provide value. And it's something you're interested in. And that draws people to you, right? You can be the financial garden planner, right? You know what I'm saying? You're just trying to find ways to connect with people. And if you're providing value to them, whether it's as a gardener, or as a financial planner, people will be attracted to that. And they may say, you know what? She taught me how to grow my rose bush. And now I have a beautiful rose bush. I trust he or she. So maybe they'll be great with my money too. Or I'm at least open to having a conversation about that because I've seen all the other ways and things that this person has done to try and help me in this realm. So right. why wouldn't they try and help me in this realm as well when it's their livelihood and that's their profession? Yeah, we do business with and we refer business to people we know, like, and trust. Absolutely. And, and video gives us a way to build that know, like, and trust, which is one of the reasons I do this podcast is because there's a lot of people that have a voice, but they don't get any exposure. They don't get shown to the audience uh, to, so that they can share that voice. And that's one of the things that I love to do. So I'm sure there's people uh, listening to us and watching us on all the major platforms that are asking the question uh, or stating that they don't have the budget for that. I don't think they know how inexpensive it is because of how long the content lasts. A little money spent up front for something that you can put on YouTube and, and share out and can last for, you know, however long that's around, you know, I've still yeah. got, I've got videos from 16 years ago that still get <laughs> views that I still comment on. And they're like, wow, you're commenting on this after 16 years. Yeah. I'm still kicking. I'm still around. <laughs> you know? So, so uh, how would you, how would you answer those sort of questions with people worried about budget? So I, what I do is I break video content into two different types. There's what I call disposable and then there's more what I call evergreen. And your disposable content is going to be things that are strictly, that have a very short shelf life, hours, days, maybe a week. 
So a lot of your social media content is going to be, is going to fall under that category. And my suggestion is in that realm is that if you can do it yourself, because I do think that has value. There's a rawness, there's an authenticity, there's a spontaneity about it. And again, that builds trust and builds a connection with people. People can see what you're up to. Hey, I'm walking into a meeting. Hey, I'm talking about gardening. Hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm out and around and meeting with people and doing different things. That has value. That is important. Now, what I, the other end of it, the evergreen content, which is kind of what you're talking about, the things you want to have a shelf life, weeks, months, years, that is the type of content that you want to have a professional do. Because again, it gives you credibility. It gives your business credibility. It builds trust. It shows that you're legit and you know what you're doing. You're a legit business. It's not just <clears throat> a fly by night, hey, throwing this on my website type of thing. Now, again, tips, tricks, hacks, things like that, those are great for that. But when you want what I call evergreen content, content that's going to have a shelf life, that's where you need to hire a professional. Great points. And as we as we start to wrap up, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out? Sure. Uh, my phone number is 615-517-8837. And you can certainly email me at dan at the video storyteller.com. Um, again, the company name is Storytellers Video Productions. And one thing we didn't talk about is, I know you were talking a little bit about budget, but basically what it starts out with, for example, most 90 plus percent of my videos are a minute, okay? So that makes them social media friendly. That makes them very much, what I try and tell people is you get people's attention, you hold people's attention and you get out with something memorable as fast as you can. And one minute is about the sweet spot for doing that. And those videos start at $1,000 for that minute. And like I said, it's, it's an interview process, so it's not like this where you're just talking into a camera. I do everything I can to make it as comfortable a process as possible, to make it as simple as possible, to make it as transparent as possible, so you know exactly what you're getting, exactly how the entire thing is going to go down, so you feel good about it in the end. You feel good about the finished product, because it's yeah. really important. This is you. You're selling yourself and your company, and there really isn't anything more important than that. And if they're not happy with it, they just need to tell you and we'll do it till we get it right. That's right. You yeah, know, exactly. A lot of the times talent or, or the people in front of the camera, we don't like the way we look on camera, but we just right. have to move past it. It doesn't matter. Nobody else sees our flaws. We see our flaws, but other people don't see our flaws. So we, we have to like forget about that saying, oh, I don't like to be in photos. I don't like to be on camera and just do the job. Now, there are times where I've seen people come on and do ads and you go, why didn't the TV station talk them out of being the, right. the face or the voice? You know, now I'm not talking about the guys that ride the hippo or, or wear the Superman costume or do that sort of stuff. But the sort of the quality of work that you do, you're there to hold their hand, you're there to work through the issues so that they get the content that they want. One of the things that I've been starting to see that I really enjoy are the company culture videos that the owners or the CEO or the team do that really let us know what the company's about, why they do what they do, how they got started, their grandfather started it, they started it, whatever. Um, I, I love watching those little minute videos that just tell their story. 
Yeah. And that's one of the things that that is what I call the branding sort of branding video. Mm -hmm. And what I tell people is, is your bio video is who I am. And the branding video is who we are. This is who we are, our mission, what we're all about as a company. And again, like you said, it builds trust. It builds credibility. It lets people behind the curtain to see what really is important to you and why it matters. That's awesome, Dan. And when you're not working, we've just got a couple of minutes left. Uh, we like to do hidden gems on this show. Do you have maybe you could just pop off a couple of hidden gems for us in the middle Tennessee area that some people may not be familiar with, whether it's somewhere to eat, somewhere to go hiking, somewhere to go see a movie, things that you guys like to do when you're not working? Okay. So I live in Fairview. So in my area, which is still, again, sort of a hidden gem that right. coming out this way, and especially in Williamson County, my favorite place to go and hang out is Bowie Park. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's very, it's just right off of Highway 100, which is the main drag. And it's a beautiful nature park. They've got all kinds of trails to walk. It's so pretty and nice. There's ponds. It's big enough that they even have horse trails. Oh, wow. So they have horses that are out there frequently. And how's it's, it spelled? Like the knife. B-O-W-I-E, Bowie Park. Okay. Um, that's fantastic. I'm also a huge fan of Radnor Lake. Okay. Love going to walk walk there. That's very peaceful. I need all the zen I can get in my life, Ed. So I love walking nature trails. It really helps me sort of get centered. And it really helps me think about things that are going on in my life. And I, I really enjoy that. And then as far as restaurants go, I don't know if you've ever been to Thompson's Kitchen here in Fairview. No. But it is fairly new and it is very very good i highly recommend it i've been there several times it's awesome it's a really cool atmosphere and uh the people there are really neat too it's just a really cool place and i highly recommend it awesome dan well thanks for sharing those with us uh hey i appreciate you having come on the show and um I look forward to following up with you maybe in six months or so and see how the new company's growing and going and, and look at some of your content. That'd be awesome. Great. I appreciate it. And more than anything else, Ed, I just want people to know that I'm here to help. And, right. you know, whether it's just picking my brain, I don't have a lot left. <laughs> so, but I, it, it really is important. I, I just, more than anything, I want to emphasize people that whether you use me or whether you use anybody else, you need to incorporate video into your business. This is the world we live in. This is the society we live in. You just have to simply start incorporating video into your business. Otherwise, you're going to be obsolete within sooner than you think. That's the way the world's going. And if there's anything I can do to help, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks, Dan. And uh, so Dan and I are ambassadors with Williamson, uh, Williamson County Chamber, Williamson Inc. And uh, you should have heard, and I know it's tough for Dan to sit here and, and hear this, but there are so many people out there inside of the chamber, and I'm sure ones that I haven't met outside the chamber, that love Dan. And, and Dan's a giver. He's a big giver. He, he's got a huge heart. And if you have a mission or if you have a business and it needs some video help, um, or maybe you just need someone to talk to. Give Dan a call. He's He's got lots of great ideas as well. So Dan, I'm just throwing you under the bus and telling them that you're <laughs> available, that they can reach out to you. And uh, Dan's a guy worth knowing. Uh, I highly recommend him. And uh, it's been great having you on the show. Thanks, Ed. The check's in the mail. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Mate. <laughs> we'll see you at the next event. All right. Take care. Thank you.
is the Nashville 2 Podcast with your host, Edward Fox.